This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Good morning, and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL Bass Talk Live, where we are going to talk about bass fishing. Yes, the studio is set up for two people because we have an in-studio guest today. Uh, none other than the one and only Scott Palmer from the Bass Tank. Uh, Scott is actually coming from the Bass Tank headquarters, so he will be here momentarily. Uh, all sorts of stuff going on at the Bass Tank. Like I said, they have been in the midst of a, uh, let's call it a revamp, a revamp for the entire uh, company, but some really cool stuff. Uh, if you if you follow along with BTL, you know Scott was on earlier this year we kind of got ran off the water because of uh severe lightning but uh really good at on the water training and understands electronics the ins and outs of electronics and is uh taking advantage of that with some new programs that the bass tank offers so when scott comes in he's going to jump in the studio it's been a, a minute since we've had uh since we've had an in-studio guest and we're going to talk about all that until then uh i do want to dive into the Bassmaster Opens EQs because just like there are some guys that are kicked out of the Elite Series, there are nine new anglers that will be Elite Series anglers coming in 2024. And there's a number of guys that are uh, that are pretty much dialed in as we head into the final Bassmaster Open of the 2023 season on the Harris Chain. Uh, I've been talking to some of the guys that are down there now, since I'm not in the tournament, I can't, you know, talk to them about the term, basically doing the reporter thing. Uh, but uh, I do know that in the uh, MLF event that was there last week, I think like I heard something like 90 to a hundred guys locked down into a popka. If you remember, that was kind of like the secret lake on the Harris chain that, that guys uh, that are a couple of guys who go down and, and basically guarantee good finishes. But uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, this year because of the uh, hurricane that came through last year, how that fishery will fish differently. I always thought with this schedule going into uh, the final stop of the season, that Florida would be a total wild card and the top of the, uh, the top of the standings are pretty much set. I think that the uh, the top five anglers, so Kenta would would be fifth right now, but uh, JT Tompkins and John Garrett are in no matter what. Uh, they could zero this tournament, not show up, do whatever. As long as they're in, uh, as long as they show up to that tournament and fish, they're in. So JT Tompkins, John Garrett, you can say the same basically for uh, Trey McKinney and Robert G in the top four. Uh, then you have Kenta. So it's the top nine in the points. Uh, but Kenta is an elite series pro, so he double qualifies. So it's basically going to go down to the top 10. So uh, this is where things kind of get interesting. You have uh, Kyle Patrick. And Logan Parks with a little bit of a cushion in sixth and seventh with uh, 1304 and 1294. 
but then it's going to be a dogfight for those last three positions. That's uh, Jamie Bruce, Canadian Jamie Bruce in 10th, Tyler Williams, who uh, won, uh, won an open on Watts Bar in ninth, and then uh, Kyle Austin, who uh, who guides, I believe, on uh, uh, out there in the Carolinas. Uh, really cool dude. Busted his ass this year. He is in eighth. So then you scroll down. This I said, this is where things get really interesting because they have 1286, 1271, and 1263. So one point out is Wesley Gore. Uh, seven points out is Sam George. Perennially, if Sam George fishes, he will be contending for the last spot on the Elite Series. Every single year that he's fished, I think he got in like a boat accident last year, so he didn't fish last year. But other than that, uh, he is always in the mix. Same with, uh, you have Logan Johnson in 13th with 1255, but same with Joey Nania. Uh, bad luck for Nania at Watts Bar. You know, he was in the, uh, squarely in the mix uh, to qualify for the Elite Series pretty much every year that he's fished it. Uh, it had some electrical, some boat motor issues and lost basically half of his day. Uh, on the first day at Watts Bar, but he is still in it. He is only 12 points out of that final 10th spot. And then uh, 15 points out is Bobby Lane. And that is the absolute wild card there. Uh, Bobby kind of controls his own. Well, he doesn't control his own destiny, but he does in a sense because, you know, he's that tight with 15. But uh, you would expect Bobby Lane. Uh, MLF world champion, Red Crest champion, elite series champion, million dollar club. Uh, definitely probably one of the top. I'd put him in the top 50 professional anglers right now. Uh, going jumped into the opens, left the uh, Bass Pro Tour, I believe, as the defending or as the reigning kind of when that all went down, the reigning uh, Red Crest champion jumps into the opens. And if you look at his finishes, he has been living on the edge. Uh, Bobby's finishes this year, we had him on BTL, but 59th, 76th, 17th, 31st, 67th, 44th, 10th, and then 57th at Lake of the Ozarks. This is an event that I expect Bobby Lane to be in the top five in. Uh, I don't know how the scopers are going to do here. I think it's either going to be one or the other. When it comes to uh, the live scope anglers, I think it would be dominated offshore with shell beds, brush piles, and uh, canals and grass with a jerk bait and a drop shot. Or you're going to have, I don't see Bobby Lane doing that. I see Bobby Lane getting up there, doing what he does in Florida uh, on the Harris chain and making a push just like we've seen so many of those other uh, professional elite series top-level anglers do with Jason Christie and Greg Hackney and Scott Martin and Mike Iaconelli, uh, just to name a few. It's amazing how they can come into these Opens and when the chips are down, uh, come through and qualify for the Bassmaster Elite Series. So Bobby Lane in 15th, hopefully, I don't know if he's going to be big on updating his uh, bass track. Hopefully, they'll have someone with him because I think there's going to be a lot of uh, kind of a lot of drama around that cut line. He's in 15th, uh, Jacob Bigelow in 16th. And then uh, an angler that we have had on BTL following every single Bassmaster open this year, you have Ben Milliken in 17th. So he's got uh 12 32. He's 31 points out. 
So Milliken has to do his part and he has to hope that the field comes to him. One of the interesting things that you don't realize in the Bassmaster Opens is how hard it is to move up in points as the season progresses. That is because anglers drop. Guys like me, I don't, I'm don't. i 40th in these points here. I don't have any reason to go. I'm an angler that is going to cause a, a point discrepancy, one point, because I'm not there, so there's there's fewer. The, the Opens points works on 200 points, uh, 200 for first, 199 for second, 198 for third. You're trying to accrue as many points as you can. And when you only have 150, 160 boats in the field, then everybody gets at least 40 points. And when we start the season, it's you got 30 guys in a 235, 240 boat field. Like when we started at Eufaula in Alabama that showed up that didn't even get a point. They literally spent $1,800 plus all the practice, plus all that did not get a single point. Now you're showing up and you're getting 40 points. So a hundred point gap in the first one is much more uh, or is much less significant than a hundred point gap in this tournament. So it's really hard to make up those points because everybody is getting points. So like uh, you could make up a hundred points very easily earlier in the year. Now it's really hard to make up 30 or 40 points. Plus you're also dealing with either at this point in the year, the third tournament, the last tournament in each division and the last open, you're dealing with guys who are having a good years and B are locals and who understand the fishery. So it is really hard to make up points in this. I put uh Milliken, Brett Cannon and Adam Rasmussen as pretty much 19 with 1221 to 1263 40 some points i mean dude you get down to keith tuma with 211 that's hard to make up realistically uh i mean we've seen crazy stuff happen but realistically bobby lane has a 15 point lead over Jacob Bigelow in 16th. I would put Bobby Lane at 15th as a guy who a can control his own destiny a little bit and B has a legit chance to jump in. There's a lot of these guys that are locked in. Uh, but also when you look at it out with Nania and Bobby Lane and Sam George, all just outside, those are guys who know how to catch fish. Uh, and then you jump down uh, Cody Stahl, Hightower, Upshaw and Upshaw is not going. He's not going, and he's uh, 1171 to 1263. He's 90 points out. That's how hard it is to to jump out. But uh, the field is taking shape. It's very interesting uh, to see what's going on, and I will also be interested to see how Bassmaster, uh, they've had two great live uh, productions, both on Lake of the Ozarks uh, and on Watts Bar. Uh, this will be live, the final event of the year uh, on FS1, uh, along with the coverage. You know, you go over to the website and it looks like they've put some some uh, writers and photographers with some of the top guys during practice. But uh, locals versus scopers, uh, maintaining points versus tracking down guys. As we head into the final Bassmaster Open of the season, I think that uh, Bassmaster has done a very good job with all nine of these tournaments of uh, separating the pretenders from the contenders and creating some drama, especially in the second half of that cut line and generating interest for the Bassmaster Opens. All right, we're going to take a first break of the show. Uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into some bass tank 
uh, related things, some electronics related things. And uh, Scott should be here by then. So it is BTL on a Wednesday. We'll be back right after this. The new Puma STS has been redesigned from the ground up. With the angler design function and performance in mind, nothing on this new offering was compromised and the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name. Based on the soft touch series hull that started with the flagship Jaguar, this new model is nimble and performs incredibly well at all speeds with either a 250 or 300 horsepower engine. Featuring a new 96 inch wide body footprint, this hull measures out at 20 foot 7 inches in length. Industry-leading design coupled with tournament-winning performance. The Puma STS from Basscat. Feel the rush. The great thing about the new Sensation Soft Plastics from Big Bite Baits, heavily scented, super soft, buoyant, comes in seven great new shapes. I've got a couple of them of my signature series, the Cliffhanger Worm and the Ramtail Craw. Great for a flipping jig, football jig, swim jig, all that. Several other great shapes. Really excited about it. We've worked over the last year. Catches fish all over the country. And I think it's going to catch fish for people everywhere you try it. The Spro Little John crankbait has been around for almost 15 years. And it is one of my go-to crankbaits whenever I need a fish in the boat. So you can never have enough new colors. That's why Spro is coming out with a handful of new colors, including Pearl Shad, which has this bleached out, white look, but it's got this pearlescent, really, really pretty. We've got copper shad, which looks amazing in the water. It's got that purple flake on the back, really, really pops in the water. And then if you want some real pop, we've got sparkle shad, nothing but sparkles all over this thing. And then last but not least, we've got the matte sexy shad, just a really different looking color for a crankbait. So you want to give them a little different look, that matte sexy shad is definitely the one to go with. All these colors are available in the original Little John and the MD. Series Pro Daryl Gleason here. My Pro Guide batteries keep me going on those long tournament days and long practice days. Always plenty of juice, never fail. The best part about Pro Guide batteries, it's the people behind the company. They have over 40 years' experience in the battery business, keeping all of us fishermen out on the water longer, catching more fish. Check them out at ProGuideBatteries.com. Are you looking to install your own fishing electronics? The solution is the Bass Tank Power Harness. It takes the guesswork out of installation. No more voltage issues or interference. Designed by an engineer so that you can get professional results right there in your own garage. Installation done right with the help of the Bass Tank Power Harness. You can feel confident knowing that your installation was done right. The Bass Tank Power Harness. Give us a call or order yours today at thebasstank.com. Get the best patterns backed by tournament data. 
Start by finding the best 10% of your lake. Know exactly what to look for and what to throw. After that, you just put them in the boat. Try the deep dive app today. Look at that beast right there. All right, welcome back, BTL. Here you go. Uh, Scott Palmer has made it to the studio. Uh, I was talking, Scott, in the first segment of the show about the Bassmaster Open points. You're a tournament fisherman. Uh, it's There's a lot on the line for these guys. You got three guys in JT Tompkins, John Garrett, and Trey McKinney, and I'll throw Robert G in there who are basically locked in. But uh, you take an entire season and put it down into three days in Florida. That's uh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. So I, uh, you know, it's been kind of fun to watch this year and you know, kind of see how the uh, everything has played out. You know, the ups and downs for each guy, and it also shows you that there were some guys that um, just how valuable points are in every tournament, and uh, because. There's some guys that didn't have the best finishes, mm -hmm. um, yet here they are right there at the top and with an opportunity. And it just shows you you got to keep grinding. And uh, but you know what? There's worse places to be. Yeah, you could be in 40th sitting in a studio, <laughs> not even in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, um, but also fishing. I mean, this time of year in Florida, um, I can think of worse places to be. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. You know, uh, Bobby Lane definitely, I think, is in the catbird seat here yeah. uh, when it comes to it. But I, I want to ask you that because obviously you are the uh, owner and run the Bass Tank, which is what we're going to talk about today, the Bass Tank Academy and all that. But uh, a lot of those guys at the top, let me pull that list up again. There's been a lot of talk about uh, technology mm -hmm. and the use of forward-facing sonar, which we've seen on the lives, which we've seen on how the tournaments have been won yeah. uh, with JT Tompkins, Garrett, Trey McKinney, uh, Tyler Williams, yeah. a lot of those guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on talent with electronics versus history on a body of water? Because really, if you look at, uh, you know, with Sam George and Ania, Bobby Lane, some of those guys that have been yeah. around a while that have fished Florida are competing against, you know, some of these guys who aren't super. How how do you think that shakes out in a tournament like this where you're dealing with elite electronic use versus a ton of history on a body of water? You know, I, I go back to using just myself when I first got forward-facing sonar. And I used it for a year, you know, I I'm primi primarily a bass fisherman and it was really before the bass fisherman had really grabbed onto it. Mm -hmm. And what I said was, if you took this off my boat right now, I'm a better fisherman because it helped me understand fish behavior. Right. You know, at the very least it, it broke some of the, the thoughts that I had always believed it improved some theories and, and just disproved others that I had about fish. And so I think that, it's kind of a clash of both, you know, um, because it, it definitely evens the playing field. Mm -hmm. And um, I think this one tournament, it may not play out, you know, because anything can happen. Because the thing that forward facing sonar does that if you go, if you know the history of a place and say, hey, this holds a lot of fish and holds the right fish, what you may not know is it holds a lot of the right fish, but if you just happen to pan over, how many times have I panned over and seen this roamer out here that I would not have known? I was, mm -hmm. I was catching fish here, but my kicker was out here by itself. And that may be what that could change the whole you know outcome of the tournament, even though this guy was historically 
doing well and doing everything expected to do. Well, another guy just may have happened onto one fish. Now, I'm not saying he wasn't a good fisherman in the mm -hmm. right area, but because he was really, really leveraging it and and it is kind of interesting to see how the like, different guys leverage it because it's not the same. You know, different guys use it for different techniques. Um, I love looking at like um, I'm going to jump into the Elite Series, Santee Cooper. You know, Luke Palmer wins it. Um, you know, and he's sight fishing yep. with forward facing sonar. Now, you know, I was kind of chuckling when I saw that. I'm like, I wish not all of this was shown because, you know, we've been doing it for for several years. Um, but that was shallow water. So it's not just a deep water. It's how many guys are doing that? You know, he was in forward. Some guys are in perspective, um, you know, landscape scout, whichever you're running. But the side, you know, the kind of the more broad sideways view. So this would be really interesting. Um, I know that may not answer. What no, it does. And and this is a point. And and uh, Pete uh, mentions it. He said, Bobby's going to have to be careful with history and just find the active fish, which I think he will. But I kind of ran into this at Eufaula. Not that I by any means of a juggernaut at Eufaula in Oklahoma. Yeah but I kind of knew how they were going to go down. And after having fished that, not relying on, on live scope and watching how that tournament went yeah. down with guys who not only had never been there, but had never heard about it and yeah. really didn't have much access to information either because they didn't know anybody or all the yeah. uh, good information was already purchased. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> hold on. I lost my train of thought there. Let me get back to this. Uh, it is, it, there is a weird dynamic where you are almost at a disadvantage on fisheries that you have a deep history with yep. and are really good on yep. when it comes to the two ways to approach it. Because a guy like Bobby Lane is not going to go down to the Harris chain and go scope canals, grass beds, yeah. shell beds, and random offshore fish with his forward-facing sonar, a jerk bait, and a drop shot. He's going to go because he's one half a million dollars on that place right. doing what he's done for the last 20 years. He has to relearn yeah. or not or, or completely go away from everything that has worked before. Whereas you get a Tyler Williams or a Jamie Bruce or a JT Tompkins who can go down there and they don't have that history that Bobby, yep. so they don't have to unlearn and relearn anything. They just go do what they've been doing all year. So it's almost an advantage to have less history on some of these bodies of water, which is a weird dynamic when you talk about for the last 30 years, how important history and experience yep. and knowledge has played at the professional yeah, fishing it, level. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, you take the Harris chain specifically. This is, and this is where I think, this is why it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. You take a guy like Bobby Lane. Harris Chain is a large – I mean, they call it the Ch Harris Chain of Lakes. What it is, nine nine lakes mm -hmm. all connected with canals. That is a lot of water. There is no way that one person, even using live scope and just being on max, can cover that water. Now, how much of that is productive and how much is, it, is that not productive? And so that's where the history could play in. Hey, Bobby says, hey, you know what? I know, I know where these fish are. I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do well. Can the live scopers, the forward-facing sonar guys with no history, go run into those fish in this expansive body of water? You know, and, you know, you take some of the other bodies of water. Yeah, they're big bodies, but they still have key spots. You, you can break, you can still break yeah, it This down. has winning spots in seven of the nine lakes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be, I, I think it sets up to, to have an awesome finish. You know, um, I'm, I've been excited to watch this one and see how it plays out, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so 
it, it'll be very, very curious. Are you a uh, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Uh, Seuss fan? I like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. So he's got a, uh, he's got one of his books or whatever you want to call them. It's called the Zacks. Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. That's when you've got like a North facing Zacks and a South facing uh-huh. Zacks and they meet and they're, inbred or not inbred they're ingrained (laughs) in their dna is they never take a step east or west yeah so they meet each other it's kind of like the the unmovable force in the something the the unstoppable force in the immovable object or whatever so these last three i'm looking at these points because these are the guys there's basically i'm saying there's there's three places there's going to be three places up for grabs um, let's go four. Let's go Logan Parks, Kyle Austin, Tyler Williams, and Jamie Bruce. Based yeah. on the year that they've had, the guys I know these, I can't see any of these guys tanking. Yeah. You got the million dollar man in Logan Parks. Uh, you've got a guy who spends probably 320 days a year on the water guiding for multi-species uh, out at Santee Cooper and Kyle Austin. You got one of the hottest young anglers fresh off a win in Tyler Williams. And then you have a very talented Canadian angler in Jamie Bruce. Yeah, I can't see any of them bombing this event. But then you go down to the guys who are looking to move up into it and you do Wesley Gore, Sam George, Logan Johnson, Joey Nania. Bobby Lane, Bigelow, and and Milliken in 17th. Well, there's three or four guys in there that I can't see not making a move. Yeah. Not not top tenning, not yeah. being like, oh, well, that's what he does. It's time for them to go. Yeah. So I I legit think it's going to come down to for three or four of these guys, I think the last three are going to be in by like five points. It's this may be one of the tightest, you know. Um, I I can't tell you the the history of it, but just on the gut feeling says the the last qualifiers the last ones in it's going to be a really really tight race you know it's maybe one of the tightest margins of victory or qualification that that we've seen in recent history um i'd be curious to know what is the most what is the tightest i mean i'm sure there's been this is this is it right now it's definitely as far as making it uh the by far the uh you have to have the highest average. So Jamie Bruce is in 10th, which it kind of surprised me. He's got two sub hundredth place finishes, but he's got a hundred fourth, but then he goes 18th, 30th, 46th, 13th, third, 122nd, and then ninth. So those average it out. But I mean, the guys cash a check in one, two, three, four, five of the, uh, five of the eight events. He has four, top 20 finishes in it which yeah. really average it out so i mean in order to to be in this thing i thought it would take a 60th place finish i mean you're talking like a 40 40th place average yeah. which is shocking in 180 to 230 boat tournaments yeah yeah so. and, and that shows you that there's been some consistency you know um at the top you know i guess if you will it's you, you you can't afford to have a bunch of bad tournaments you know um this is uh it's been a fun year to watch, you know, just the way it's played out, you know, the, with the young, the younger guys, you know, that's and the they're thing. 21, they're 18 to 21. And like I said, you know, there's a number of ways that those anglers have arrived at yep. those results. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I take, okay, I'll say this. I won't take anything away from because there's been zero rule breaking yeah. whatsoever. I mean, they've done it above board. I know JT Tompkins, I, I mean, there's no other way to say it works his ass off yeah. is obsessed with making the elite series 
spends hundreds and hundreds of days on the water, Mm -hmm. spends weeks at fisheries before they go off limits for the 30 days. And there's no substitute for time on the water, dedication and being obsessed with a single goal in mind. Yep. That's absolutely right. Um, but I, there's gotta be something that's done. And, and with, I don't want to say information with purchasing of information, with gathering information through Benjamins. Yeah. And I think, and without, without throwing anybody under the bus, I mean, there's just been rumors that that's been done at a high level with lots of dollars by certain anglers. I, I, I can't give you any specific examples. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking towards anybody whatsoever, but it's, um, it's one of those things that I believe has happened for a long time. I'll, yeah. I'll call it out and I'm, I may get some hate for this, but the reality is I suspect that this has happened. This isn't anything new. No, yeah. it's not. And I get information for damn near every tournament that I fish on the Bassmaster opens. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never paid for information. I've yeah. never bartered for information, but like if I've got a buddy on yeah. that lake, I'll call and say, Hey, what are they doing? Where yeah. it is? Can you, you got anything I've gotten, I've gotten uh waypoints before. Yeah. I've given waypoints to other guys before, but it's never been, it's always been because of an established relationship that I've had. It's never been a business transaction. Does that make sense? Right. Absolutely. Uh, So I'm not sitting here saying that I've never, that, that I think it's bad to get information. I think, you know, we talk fishing, people who are in fishing, talk fishing. And we saw on the BPT when they had the, Hey, you can't talk about anything with fishing or anything. It was really weird because then people had to learn the other guy's kids names and understand that there is life outside of fishing (laughs) and talk about non-fishing stuff. But I think there's gotta be, uh, I think MLF has it. You cannot purchase or barter for any, but I don't think that that exists at Bassmaster. It'll be interesting to see when the rules come out. If that is, uh, if that is a rule that is implemented, going forward in the Bassmaster Open. I, I could see it definitely having to make some, there, there's has to be some changes made at some point, right? Like, you know, we're, we're both inside the industry, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I see things happening and I see good things happening and I see things that we didn't foresee happening. And so now we have to react to it. Yes. You know, it's, it's not that anyone purposely got here, but it's like, okay, if we want to continue to grow this, cause you're going to reach this, this tipping point where you're going to start turning the, the casual observer, the the people that we're wanting to encompass in this industry, um, we're going to start turning them off. But do you think the casual observer even knows any of this? Like when I turn on motocross or bowling or even yeah. golf or anything, do I know or care what's going on behind the scenes there? I don't. I don't think so. I think it's because it's worse. It, it, it is, but at the same time, like if you. It, that keeps you at the casual observer level, and mm-hmm. when you say, "Okay, I'm I'm going to," hey, I want to try. I'm going to get a little bit interested in this, and I'm going to watch this next week. It if you watch it for very long, you start picking up on little things, mm-hmm. and you start saying, "Hey, this guy after he finishes every race, someone always hands him this can of the certain energy drink." Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's that's promotional stuff. You know, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then you re- start realizing. That guy doesn't drink that particular energy drink. It's yeah. actually probably. Yeah, but that's not helping him in his finish, though. It's not, but I, I know in that case it's not. But I'm just saying, like, there's little there's little things that, yeah. are, that are going on that it kind of makes this mm-hmm. big, big wheel that is the industry. The fishing industry is huge, and, and that is bass, crappie, yeah. walleye, catfish, striper. I mean, anything you – it is a yeah. huge industry, and – um 
Bass has done a very good job. Um, MLF has done a very good job of continuing to push the um, the age limit down. And what I mean by that is when I was in college, there was no college fishing. Yep. When I was in high it school. It just started. Basically, it, just it started. Kind of the first one that I fished, there were 34 teams in the national championship yeah. at the Little Rock, Arkansas. And did pool. you have any support from your, your school, anything like that? Uh, we had a. No, they didn't pay because we had to be like a club for a number of years yep. to show before they got it. We had uh, we had Bassaholics that yep. gave us some money. We had Terminator spinner baits that gave us a little bit, and Falcon rods. Yep. And that was it. And that Bass was- and Mark Jeffries from Bass. So. And and you got to use the the logo. That was about it. Yeah, right? yeah. That, that was it. That yeah. was the support of. The, now they're offering scholarships. scholarships you know, and and now there's high schools. I mean, at all all sizes of high schools with, with high school fishing, and so they've done a very good job of extending that. They even have junior divisions now, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, but are we doing it the right way? You know, that's the, that's the question. And it's great that we're offering this out, um, you know, to these, to these younger generations, because that's, what's going to be the future of our business, of our industry, of our, of our way of life, if we want this to continue. And so, but do we make it so tough where, you take this kid who's got this dream of being on the elites and he says, I have to buy information with at, at a very high level. You know, there's difference mm-hmm. in, in, like you said, having relationships. We all, we all talk, you know, I've got friends that they live on different bodies of water. If I get tournament there, if it's within the rules, I'm, I'm going to, you know, just kind of pick their brain and I'll freely give in information that I have, you know, not trying to violate any rules, but I'm not going to go pay for it. And, um, so at some point we probably, there's some rules that are going to have to change, I think. And I want to say there's a difference. So Clay says, you know, it's hard to force rules. I get it hard to beat a team of anglers. I have no, no problem competing against a team of anglers. Hell people might say, and, and we don't really share a lot of information, but to some extent, me and Andrew Upshaw yeah. brought a team. I mean, we're figuring it out. And the guys that I call, like, I, I think that is part of the sport that always has been part of yep. the sport. And it always will be part of the sport now. When you're working with a team, especially if it's a fair team, an even team, that's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because now your winning spot may become a top 10 spot. Because yeah. if you're working with a team, you've got to give up that juice. If this is a, a properly functioning team yeah. and not a yeah. not a dysfunctional team, because right. there's a lot of those that's where you know everyone right. shares information until you find the winning spot. And yeah. then that, you know, yeah. that's the guy who all of a sudden jumps from yeah. different partner to different partner to uh-huh. different partner because but a, a, a true team. What you don't understand is, yes, it'll probably be easier if you work with a team of guys to cash checks. Yeah, It will be much harder if you work with a team of guys to top 10 and to win events. Yeah. That's why you see guys uh, that historically do outside the box things typically run as lone wolves. Yeah. Dean Rojas is a perfect example yeah. of that. He believes, and especially uh, during his run of top 10 angler of the years and during the frog that he had a bait that no one else had that he was better at it, that he fished it in a way no one else did. Mm-hmm. And he would rather go into each tournament pure with his yep. intent and suck on his terms and win on his terms than have to share that with other people. Yep. A lot of people took that as a standoffish guy who didn't want to yeah. have any friends. No, that was Dean going out and doing his job so yeah. he could pay the bills for his family and fish a pure tournament. Right. So there are, benefits but also a lot of detriments to working as i got i teams always have been and always will be in every single sport 
you travel with guys, you work with guys. There's, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. No, and I don't either. And that's, that's what it boils down to is, you know, I mean, every, every sport, you know, racing, mm-hmm. you know, you, you talk, you have about teams, you, you have teams and there's times when your teammate blocks Screws the you. guy with, or he helps does, you or helps you, you know, Hey, this guy, my teammates getting the win today. And, um, what was that movie? Uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on. <laughs> it was always Ricky Bobby yeah, and Cal Bobby. Norton yeah, never right. got the you know, dub. Never got the dub. Uh, but, but you know, so yeah, there is that. And, you know, I, I like getting information and I'll give information to, to my friends, but I've never had the advantage of having a team, but I'm also, I actually probably am a little more along the, Dean Rojas school of thought. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to win, I want to win on my own volition. If I'm going to suck, Hey, I sucked and I'll, I'll wear it. You know, um, my best lessons have come from me sucking, you know, I'm like, well, okay, then, you know, if nothing else, I know not to do that. Um, and, but that's not, there's nothing wrong with teams. If you want to, if you're you say, you know what, I'm, I'm good with this. Um, that's, that's okay. In my opinion. Yeah, it's a like I said, it's a slippery slope, it and is. you can't you can't take anything away from any of the anglers that are doing it now yeah. because it's not illegal. Yeah, and then I struggle with the uh, God. I, I wasn't planning on going into this, but th- I find this interesting because I mean, you're a fish head. You think yeah. about stuff too, and like I said, we will get into the bass the bass tank academy and that later. But I struggle with the uh, we'll call it a moral yeah. dilemma, yeah. right? So. Yeah. There are some guys that say, yeah, it's not illegal, but your intent is yeah. to gain an unfair advantage and it's a gray area. Yeah. But then you can take the flip side of that and say, okay, it's either legal or it's illegal. There is no gray. Yeah. If it's not illegal, then you're doing nothing wrong and you're maximizing your playing field. Yeah. And if you're not taking advantage of that, then you're not fishing at the best of your abilities or taking advantage of every resource that's available to you. And you're yeah. an idiot for doing that. So, so here's, I'll make it very simple. I am trying to get an unfair advantage every time I'm in a tournament. Absolutely. And you say, well, hang on, Scott, that's, that's kind of, what are you saying with that? Well, if I'm using some sort of bait scent that I believe in, let, you know, I'm not going to name any specific, mm-hmm. but, but it, if I'm adding scent to my bait, if I'm, I'm using a specific bait, because I believe that bait is going to give me an advantage, but not an unfair advantage, now, an what, advantage. So what makes it unfair? Okay, so the right now we're gonna we're gonna argue what the word unfair means. Right, exactly, and that's that's where it comes down to. What is unfair? You anybody else could have gone gone and bought that that scent, right? Yep. That that bait. They had that same opportunity, unless it was a bait that I specific design had a specific. Mm-hmm. So is that unfair? Because now we're going to talk about you know you said Dean Rodehouse had this bait that nobody else had. Is that an unfair advantage? Or knew how to fish it better, you know, with the sumo okay, frog. Is that unfair but, because he no, did, it wasn't. He's just that's but, a. But why isn't it? You know why. He should have to teach me. Now we're getting into a socialist, you know, yeah. economy where everyone has to share. But no, Jeffries so, used to talk about like maybe everyone should have the exact same tackle, the exact same rods. I mean, that would be same. that would be interesting, right? But that's never been what the it, it, sport's no. been based on. It's always been it, based on this. And and we couldn't do that because we would kill the industry. There's too many good companies out there that literally support this industry. Mm-hmm. And if we said, okay, you're going to use rod X and you're going to use bait X. This is all you can use. There are a bunch of companies that go belly up and it won't be long before there's no, yeah. ca- no, no checks to cash. Yeah. So as fun as that would be, um, you know, and, and I, there's a couple of those tournaments um, where, hey, you can only use this specific brand of bait. Mm-hmm. 
and that's kind of cool. You know, going into it, that that's all what you can do. And those are very kind of like the Spro tournament, right? The Spro tournament, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, those are those are one-offs. Rattle fun. trap tournaments. Those are those are fun to compete in. You know, there was one that um, it was a it was a buzzbait only tournament. Oh, that'd be fun. And you want to talk about like, oh, that'd be awesome. You know what makes it real fun? You don't have to think about anything. Yeah. Do I want to throw a half or a quarter or squeak or clack, or squeak, clack, half that's quarter, right. skirt, toad. Those are your three that's, decisions. That's all I have to concern myself with. And so you just go fish. I mean, I had six buzzbaits on my deck and I'm like, this is how I like to fish. But so what is unfair? What is mm -hmm. unfair? This is interesting. Gators Adventure said, I cooked in a barbecue contest that had a lot of rules. It's hard to enforce them all when guys are in enclosed tents, trailers, and other areas that are not open. No one knows what they're really doing. 100%. That, that's, that's, mm -hmm. this, that's exactly right. And that gets into skirting around the rules, but um, in an enforcement, because that's another issue. <laughs> so what do you do with the gray area in fishing, Scott? That's the, that is the major question. We saw that MLF has a major perception issue yeah. when it comes to rules enforcement and cheating yeah. because of gray area. Yeah. It's not because it's a non-legitimate organization or they've got a bunch of cheaters over there. They don't, it's because of the gray area mm -hmm. that the perception is that everybody is either pushing or surpassing the boundaries yeah. so, or so, the majority of people, so, so, at least in my mind, that's a personal. So opinion. I will use major league baseball as a prime example. I, I have got this book and someone got, cause I'm a huge baseball nut. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I got this book and it's about this thick and it is rules of baseball. You didn't know existed. Okay. And basically what it boils down to is what is the rule when, um, I don't know, Randy Johnson hits a bird with a pitch. What is, what is the ruling on that? Is that a ball? Is it a repitch? Yeah. What, what is that? Well, you would have never had to think that until it happened. Yeah. And so you try to think of all the potential scenarios, mm -hmm. but until it happens, you may not have a rule for it. But the minute it happens where, where I think we're messing up is the minute something happens, say, Oh my gosh, this is a gray area. It needs to become black and white. That's, that's my opinion. Gray areas exist because there's nothing to find and no one's pushed it. But when something gets exploited or we say, Oh man, I didn't even know you could do that. And, mm -hmm. I can't find a way that digging that, into an area, yeah. putting gas tanks along a 120 mile yeah. route, using a ladder yeah. to find fish, sinking brush piles the day or the day before the right. tournament. Right. Okay. Seeding now, fish. We, now we need to define this because we never knew someone would even think that way because guys are smart. Guys are fishermen are notorious for, for finding that edge, you mm -hmm. know, and walking it in. Maybe, maybe they're off of it, but they don't know they're off. of it. We saw that with the Poche over the last couple of years with his little boat. And yeah. I'm not saying that Poche's done anything wrong. I'm just saying that that little boat yeah. and what he's done in that little boat yeah. has brought up a lot of stuff that's never been brought up. Yeah. And when it was last time, all they had to do was say no tunnel holes. And that took Ott Defoe and the Douglas Lake thing out of question. 100%. And so that's the, the the lack of saying okay we're gonna we're gonna define this we're whatever the decision is here we realize this mm -hmm. is a gray area now maybe we can't make this decision but this point forward this is what we're doing and i think that's where it, what needs to happen because guys are going to continue to do it we can we can define if this if this table represents the gray area and we went in and found out that this whole gray area there mm -hmm. were things that fell into it and went and defined everything in that guess what give it a year there's gonna be another gray area because guys are going to say, okay, well, you define this and push it. And they're not doing anything wrong. They're just trying to go out and compete because competing is hard. I mean, competing at a high level is hard. And 
you know, just going into a local tournament around here, dude, there's some sticks. There's some absolute sticks. And especially guys that, mm -hmm. you know, you think, hey, man, why don't you go try some little bit of higher level because you don't belong here anymore. And it's because if you want to go compete, you're going to have to push the edge. You know, you're going to have to find that edge and, and run it um, because AR fish are being more pressure than they ever have. You know, fishing is at an all time high popularity. Um, and so you have to figure out ways to get to unpressured fish or to trick fish, show them something they haven't seen before. And that's getting harder and harder and more and more creative, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah that's my, we'll wrap sense. this up. We'll wrap this conversation up uh, and then we'll take a break <laughs> we and we'll come back on and, this. Yeah, and talk about the Bass Tank Academy. But, uh, after having this talk with you, the more, I mean, this is really the first time I've ever mentioned it on the show, talked about it. Uh, to this extent, yeah. the, the word for me is unfair. And you started out by saying you're trying to gain an unfair, but I think you're trying to gain an advantage. So There's but, a massive difference between you can gain an advantage, mm -hmm. you can gain an unfair advantage. So, but again, I go back to what is unfair? No, but advantage, you're trying to gain an advantage. An unfair advantage to me would be in a, a, a scrupulous or underhanded do way. You have an, do you have an example? Uh, Yes. Okay. An unfair advantage would be okay. You can get information from public websites. Okay. So yep, you have a thirty-day off limit period, okay. but a two days before practice starts, there is a quote public website that goes up, and if you know the address to this website, yeah, it has a list of GPS coordinates, and yeah. it is a public website for a day and a half. Yeah. Well, there's only specific people who know of this website yeah that is an unfair advantage now that i agree is that that is not unfair that is just to me a flat violation and and it but 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 it's a gray area because it's a public website you're not limiting it to anyone it's just because you don't know it exists doesn't mean that you can't but how did how did you become aware of it so that's so, what i'm saying that to and, me is an unfair advantage see, an advantage that, would be hey I think this scent or I think yeah. this transducer yeah. is better and I am going to learn how to yeah. use it or adapt it. That's the difference to me between an unfair advantage and an advantage. What you're, what you're talking about there, that's a coordinated advantage is what that is. And because with the way a websites work, mm -hmm. there's no way that would, would actually populate in a couple of days. You would have to know to go type that in. You couldn't do a search for that and it show up quick enough. It would be so buried in the, in the yeah. Google analytics. So, that's not a gray area. That's a violation. That That's the difference is, I'm sorry, if you did that and you say, oh, well, it's public. It is, but it's unknown. And you were purposely given that information. Show how many visits were to that website. Show how many times that was indexed. There's people smarter than me, way smarter than me on the, the analytics side of it. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't take very long to be able to see that um, there was only a few people who visited that website and knew about it. And they had to know about it ahead of time. You know, how quickly did they visit it after it went up? Yeah, I just think everyone, the whole yeah. sport is based on yeah, g having an advantage, of whether it's yeah. you sharpen your hooks more, yeah. you change your line. Those are all things to gain an advantage, to reduce variables. Yeah. I think the word unfair in yeah. front of it is the key. If you're if you're saying unfair, if your definition of unfair, and then that's kind of what I'm trying to get is let's define unfair. If you're saying that it's unfair because no one else would have that access, you know, and that's I think that's what you're basically putting it is saying, you know, because I go fish against 
you know, Elite Series guy X, he's going to have an unfair advantage in a one one day tournament against me because he's mm-hmm. a better fisherman than me. That's not fair. Why am I fishing against him? Well, okay. The reality is it's just he's a better fisherman than I Yeah. You know, and so. Here's the actual definition. Not based on or behaving according to the principles of equality and justice. There you go. Unkind, inconsiderate, or unreasonable, not following the rules of a game or sport. So, but then that, that it was good until that last one, not yeah. following the rules. And that's where they say, well, look, we're following the rules. Okay. So um, unfair, but, not following the rules of a yeah. game or sport. That is why I think when it comes to uh when it comes to God, my mind just went totally blank. Yeah. Uh what is the deal where they hook you up? Lie detector test. Yeah. Polygra- polygraph. <laughs> polygraph. That yeah. was the word. When it comes to the polygraph, I think a lot of it, and I mean, I've heard that that Bass specifically has this is a question that anglers want on the polygraph given at the top level right yeah. now. This is an exact question, the exact wording of it yeah. that anglers on the top level have told me is a question that has been inserted recently into polygraphs, which is, did you intend to gain an unfair advantage with your actions? And that covers a lot of things. Well, that would be tough. Did you intend to gain an unfair advantage with your actions. See, I would fail right there because. And but the word unfair, and Scott, that's, and, and and that's and that's the deal. That's why I wanted to find it because my definition of unfair is is actually probably closer to just an advantage. But I'm wanting to, if I can run better equipment than you, I want to run it. But that's not unfair. That's and, and, totally and that, fair that's because. Why, yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is, like if I can have the best of the best and I can limit you to the worst of the worst, I'm going to do it. I mean, you ain't, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? I disagree with that. <laughs> There's a difference. I mean, you run you know, an entire company exactly. based on it, gaining an advantage by understanding, and learning that's, and that's right. And teaching. Yeah. That is not an unfair advantage. And that and that is called boils, homework. Right. And, th- and that's what it boils down to. And that's why I say, and I know my, you're my, devil's advocate. I, I am. I am very much so. I'm very because because I I agree with the with, with the yeah. true definition of unfair advantage. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. That is let's let's make this as fair as possible because it's tough to compete. I mean, like I said, I go back to it's it's tough to compete. And make no mistake, guys. I don't. I want this to be fair. Um, I'm very much playing devil's advocate. I'm not advocating for truly limiting certain guys to certain equipment or whatever. Um, I, I do believe that the unfair advantage, especially what you said, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that is a prime example. And I don't even think that's an unfair advantage. I think that's cheating. Yeah. I, I think that's, I don't know how that's even a gray area because it would be, you know, okay, so this is how you fix that. You can't access information and guess what? You're going to cut your face off pretty quickly. And this, and this is accountability. This comes down to mm-hmm. accountability. Show me when you got those waypoints. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to keep a file. I've got to keep a file download to show the date that I obtained those waypoints and say, okay, are those outside the 30 days off limits? If or they're whatever not, the off limits uh, what, whatever, whatever the off limits is. Mm-hmm. And if you see this download that was two days before, sorry, you should have done your homework before then. Anything else you should have been, you know, during practice. Okay, fine. That's going to show up on your unit, but I'm talking about download file, for this waypoint, because if you go to a public domain and download that, that has to get to your unit. And yeah. so there's going to be a trace log there. 
and um there's too much money involved and the anglers are demanding too much i don't say they're, i'm not saying they're demanding too much money but they're wanting to increase the money that they're putting in their pocket so we guess what if you want more money um it, it requires more accountability it does so yeah at the end i agree with you you know that's it's a never-ending it's a never-ending and weekend. i guarantee you they were having these discussions in the 1970s with uh -huh. Roland Martin. Yep. And yep. not that, but I mean, Roland was, a, yeah. a, uh, he pushed the boundaries. Yeah. He also won nine angler of the years. Yeah, absolutely. He's also one of the greatest legendary bass fishing, fishing hall of fame members uh -huh. that have ever been. So yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's an interesting discussion to have. Uh, and I do feel like, especially across all the platforms, there's more and more people that are talking about it instead of, yeah, having a kind of bass fishing's dirty little secret. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I don't think no information is the answer. I I, I don't think it can be no information. I don't think a that that's enforceable. I don't want it to be enforceable. I think, I think, would, think I you think should hard to enforce. I it. think as you get into it, you earn relationships mm -hmm. and and but like I said, there's a difference between a business transaction, mm -hmm. a business transaction. Yeah, for success and a process for success. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out, and this is just a theory that I have that as a as an observer, kind of from the outside, I've watched the the opens and you know the elite series, and you start seeing guys that tend to generally um, finish together. And what I mean by that, their 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 finishes are similar in location. Yeah, and then you start looking at it, you're like. I started kind of cracking a little bit and I said, I think they travel together. I think they travel together and, I'm, and they're not doing anything mm -hmm. wrong because I am pretty sure that's well within the rules to share information within, with competitors, right? Every term, hundred percent goes down and, all the time. Right. I call exactly. That's, and that's constantly kind of the, during right. the time depending and unless I'm freaking smashing them. Then right. I'm like, yeah, I'll call them. I'll call them <laughs> Whatever. But you know, and, and so I will tell you that, watching it and seeing guys placed together like oh they're traveling together i've, I've kind of watched and, and you can kind of see these guys are are talking and their practices are going good or bad. and now sometimes you know one guy mm -hmm. you know even if you do even sharing information you could say scott go through this this and this on this spot that doesn't guarantee that i'm gonna catch them because my my cadence isn't gonna be the same the timing may be wrong you know like bow position conditions i'm not the same fisherman you are and so there is some of that factor in it. You know, the angle, it does come down to the angular executing, but it's just interesting to watch it. I remember, do you remember when the underspin came out? Yeah. Remember that tournament when everyone smashed them and no one had heard of an underspin outside of a few guys and everybody at that tournament was out there in the middle of the creeks throwing an underspin. No. When was that? Huh? When was that? That was Bassmaster or FLW? That was Bassmaster. It was on, um, what lake was that? But they were out there in like, had it been a spotted bass lake? Was yeah. it Hartwell? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was it old hickory. Um, it was, it was a spotted bass lens yeah. for sure. And, but it was like, I just remember and I'm thinking, cool. You know, I would have never figured out the underspan, but then I looked at all the guys that threw it and I'm not, and they all work together and they all work together. Yeah. Well, look and, at the a rig in 2011, yeah. Paul ice. No one had ever heard of the a rig. Elias has one good day on the bridges with it. And all of a sudden, yeah, everybody has an a rig on day three of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm not, I'm not mad at the guys. I just, it was just like, okay, they clearly work together, you know, it just, and that's just part of it. You know, that's, that's definitely part mm -hmm. of it. So, uh, 
it is a interesting when they talk about the polygraph it's not like you fail or pass you have answers and then based on your answers they go back through and they analyze well why did this happen why did what's your answer for this what's your answer for that yeah like i've called i've called the tournament director in a tournament and i've been like hey uh hey i i was idling back up to a spot with my trolling motor down and i had my life jacket on and I jumped up on the front deck and I made a cast. And my co-angler said, dude, I think your big motor's still running. And I didn't catch a fish. I didn't gain an advantage. But I was on the front deck and I made a cast without a life jacket on and my big motor was running. Yeah. I said, what do you want to do with that? And he goes, did you catch anything? Did you gain yeah. an advantage? No. He goes, all right, I will make a note of that. Yeah. And if you get polygraphed and fail that question, now I'll know why. Yeah. And you'll be good. Yeah. Thank you for calling me. Enjoy your day. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the accountability, you know, because we, we've all been in situations where, um, you know, dude, you and I were fishing just a local tournament, remember? I, and I had motor issues. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm calling the tournament director saying, what do I do here? <laughs> you know, I was without a co-angler that day. And um, I think you didn't have a co-angler either. Yeah. And I said, what do I do? I, you know, I called the director. I said, hey, what do I do here? Because I'm stuck. My day is ruined. Um I've, I've ran in this situation before where I can't bring my fish in. You know, I can't send my fish in. I've got to come in with them. I've got to leave my boat. Mm-hmm. And the tournament director said, Hey, you know, this is a weird situation, but if you want to park your boat, you can jump in with another and fish out of the back of his boat. Now, I don't know whether, where that fell on those rules, whatever, but at least you'd communicate with the tournament director. Yep. I wasn't, we weren't trying to do anything. Now I ended up not doing it. I just trolled back and, and whatever. Cause I really don't want to leave my boat floating around. That would have been weird. <laughs> I've done that a lot. Especially I had I had one of those years where the shift actuator was just my oh, arch nemesis. Yeah. I left that boat like in multiple states <laughs> on multiple I left that boat so much I had a freaking sign pre-made that I would just put in my dash that's like, I'm okay, everyone's okay, boat's broken down, no need to call anyone. Yeah. yeah. Throw that sucker up there. And I oh, I mean, wow. I think I had four people bring me in that year. When you when you have to have a sign made that you know you're having a bad, bad mechanical year. Yeah. So we, we've been there. I've, I've had my own mechanical issues. So. All right. That's an interesting, interesting conversation. Yeah. And it could go on forever. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Scott about a new venture yeah. uh, that you just launched. Uh, I would call I would call it a passion project. Wouldn't Absolutely. You? Absolutely. A passion project. It is uh, Wednesday. Scott Palmer from the Bass Tank in studio. We'll be back right after. Having confidence in your tackle while on the water is one of the main things to success in my opinion. In the last couple of years with Denali, I've had just that. From anything from spinning rods, casting rods, tungsten products, even now to casting and spinning reels, I have the confidence to go out there and get the job done and know that all my equipment is going to handle it and do it just the way I want it. The thing about Denali is you've got great quality products at a great price point, so make sure you check them out. Have you considered purchasing new electronics for your rig? The type of mounts you choose to protect your investment should be part of the decision-making process. No matter if you prefer one, two, or three graphs up front, Beatdown Outdoors has a solution for you. Adjustable, versatile, rigid, and made in the USA. What's your ultimate electronic setup? Check out the full selection of Beatdown Outdoors products by visiting beatdownoutdoors.com. Shoreline Boat and RV, dock rash, storm damage, collision repair, that deep scratch or gouge from trying to access that secret creek. 
Shoreline Boat and RV can get your prized possession back in mint condition and looking good on the water, fast. All repairs are done in-house, so they're able to get your boat or RV back to brand new, quickly. All Shoreline's work comes with a rock-solid warranty. Find out more at ShorelineBoatAndRV.com. Kansas City, Austin, and Tulsa. I'm the kind of guy that never leaves a house without a pocket knife, and Gamagatsu's come out with the EDC series of knives. EDC stands for everyday carry, so whether you're on the water or off, you can always have it with you. The best thing about it to me is that assisted open feature. With this D2 blade, you've got it right here at your fingertips, so if you can't find your scissors, you need to cut a knot, you need to cut your braid, you've always got it. Make sure you check it out. Never leave home without your Gamagatsu EDC knife. Born in Japan, using technology, innovation, and precision, Sunline produces the widest selection of fishing lines at the most technologically advanced line factory in the world. Manufactured at the strictest tolerances to produce victories at the highest levels of tournament bass fishing, from household names like Christie, Swindle, and Cruz, to young guns like Cook, Logan, New, and Welcher, they all trust Sunline to take them to the top of the leaderboard. Choose the line that will give you the strength to guarantee your confidence. Sunline. Uh, welcome back to ETL on a Wednesday, talking with Scott Palmer, owner of the Bass Tank in studio. Thanks for coming in studio. I know that that's a, uh, a little bit of a drive. Hey, it's, it's all right. I prefer being in studio. It just uh, it is much nicer. It is. I can read you. I still need to cut the uh, backside of that you know, it's studio okay. desk you know, out. We'll get to that at some point. Yeah, I know. Well, that's kind of my job. So <laughs> You've been a little bit busy from what I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want, people are already chirping me that Texas is going to beat OU in the Big 12 championship. I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about, you know, yeah, we talk about, yeah. Yeah. Are, mean, you, are, are you are are you OU guy or an huge, OSU guy? Huge You're OU an OU guy. guy. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, huge OU guy. Yeah. So I was, look, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I was nervous going in. I didn't know what to expect, you know, because my heart got broke last year. Oh, um, I got smoked, you know, yeah. Well, not just that, but with expectations, you know, it looked like we were doing really well, and then the season kind of flipped on its head. And so I didn't know, you know, I didn't want to get too high and, and, uh, you know, Texas is a good football team. And, uh, but I think OU has made some very, very large strides and I do fully expect to see OU and Texas in the big 12 championship, which I think let's just be honest, would be really, really funny because the big 12 does not like OU and Texas because they're a little move and just a final, you know, little jab at the, at the big 12 as they leave. And, uh, you know, I could see Texas beating OU in the Big 12 championship game. I could see OU winning again. I think it'd be another bloodbath, you know. Um, be good football. Let's just call it what it is. Be good football. It would. Uh, all right. Let's get into this, because, and I'll be able to share the screen uh, okay. over here on uh, the Bass Tank. But it was, it, I guess it kind of dovetails into what we talked about in the first segment. Yeah. Because... Uh, information leads to education mm -hmm. and obviously education when applied properly leads to more success on the water. Yep. And since its inception in 2018, yeah. Bass Tank has been all about upping your success on the water. What's yeah. your slogan? It's about catching or something like catching, that. Catching, not fishing. Catching, not yeah. fishing. Yeah. Um, and there's been a lot of changes with the, with the Bass Tank over the yeah. past year. So yeah. kind of start out and you know they've been a big supporter of uh BTL yeah for the last four or five years. But kind of start out on where you guys stand now as far as just bass tank 
that sells all yeah. the brands of electronics, installation, yeah. that yeah. type of stuff. And then we'll move more into uh, the education side, which is really yeah. kind of the new developments right. recently. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're still the same company from a standpoint of we still can sell you any electronics you want. You know, um, we're all the major brands, um, several mount companies, you know, batteries, uh, we do the installs ourselves, which, you know, obviously we prefer just because we want to make sure it's getting taken care of. But we also know that's not a reasonable expectation. You know, there's no way that every guy in North Carolina can drive to me. I, mm -hmm. I have a few, but um, that's just not realistic. And so that kind of dovetails into what, you know, we, we started the, the email address, you know, specifically for your listeners. And part of that was because we got so many calls. Um, and we probably have conservatively more than 50% of our calls are from non-customers wanting tech support. I mean, that, that is a very high number with the, with the yeah. call volume we have. And, and as much as I would love to help every one of those people, at the end of the day, I am trying to run a business and, and unfortunately customers had to, you know, kind of take precedence. And so we can't serve everyone the way we would want to. And, um, that's kind of dovetailing into the Academy, you know, is how can we serve everyone and make everyone a customer essentially, um, and give them the support they, they need. And the Academy was something we, you know, honestly, I'm not going to tell you this was a, something that just came up overnight. You know, this has been on, on our heads for several years. It just not has been, it's not been able to get it off the ground. And, you know, this year, um, you know, with some of the changes, I said, you know, we're going to lean into this hard. You know, I, I firmly believed into it, kind of get back to our roots of, of teaching people how to use their equipment and not just the people, I don't care if you didn't buy your electronics from mm -hmm. me, you know, come, come sign up with the Academy and we're going to, we're going to teach you how to do it and we're going to support you. Um, and the, I say, I don't care. Yes, please buy your electronics <laughs> from me, but I'm you saying know what if I you mean. didn't, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to isolate, isolate you. you know, I don't want to isolate you and, and make you out to be a bad person. Cause some people, listen, some people just don't, don't know about us. And, um, and so it's a, um, that's kind of what, what started this. And so, you know, I made the announcement at ICAST that, that we were launching and we're a little bit behind. We were ready to go. And then we ran into a couple of things that kind of like, oh, no, but um, we finally got it to go live. We did a little bit of a soft launch, soft couple bugs. Anytime you launch something like mm -hmm. this, guess what? There's going to be quirks. And so um, we, we got the majority of those worked out. And this week we've really been pushing, having some good success. Again, as more users come in, we're finding a few little things to tweak. And so. Um, you know, one of our, one of our big deals on there was I, we did an installation course and there was over 25 hours of raw video footage of doing an install. Okay. And now it was my, my boat. It was a, we, we chose to do that one because there, it had nothing installed on it. So we can mm -hmm. start from a fresh. Yeah. I thought it'd be the best video quali quality. Um, but we broke that down in about three hours of, you know, and one thing that I did, I was real adamant about is so many times it says, Hey, you know, now you do this and it, and it shows someone getting ready to do something. And it shows you the finished product. It doesn't really actually show you doing it. 
look, we're showing you how to drill holes and literally watch us drill the hole. You see several times in the video, me struggling to push a wire that happens. Like we're not immune to it. And too many times, you know, I, I've seen these videos that like, Oh, then you push this wire through and it's like, Cling! you know, the little chime and yeah. the wire magically. No, that's not how, I mean, I pushed it from one direction. Couldn't get it. Tried pushing it from the other direction. Couldn't get it. Ended up pushing it from the original direction. And it just, it went in perfect. And you saw, we, we show that and we're the whole mantra is we're not hiding any secrets. You know, we're going to show you the good, the bad, the ugly. And we do this every day. And so that was, that was a big one for me. Um, and then we've got the, you know, that's for the annual subscription. You get access to everything install course. And then, you know, as we develop more master classes, those will be available as well. And then the monthly, you don't get access to that, mm-hmm. but you get the other me going into nerd mode and my guys. And um, that's going to be pretty fun in itself. You know, we've got a lot of videos in the chamber ready to ready to drop and do. So it is a, it is a subscription based yep. service that you yep. do at, you can go to the Bass Tank, the Bass Tank.com. Yes, the Bass Tank.com. And click on it. Or you can go to the Bass Tank Academy.com. Correct. And yep. click on it. And then yep. there is there a I, we didn't get a chance to go through this. So we'll just do it live. Yeah, I do it with fine. every other yeah. company that has this. <laughs> that's fine. There's like a link deal or something that you get a discount if you do it through Bass Talk Live. So so right now we're doing an introductory rate. Okay. Um, and so normally the the monthly is $24.99. Yep. Right now we're doing an intro rate of $9.99. Um, and that I'm probably being too cheap on that because it's it's going off like hotcakes, you know. Um, and then the the annual is $249.99. We're doing it for $149.99 right okay. now. Okay. So it is it is rocking and rolling. Now, um, if you are already a Bass Tank customer, you should have got an email from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're giving you an even deeper discount on that. So check your email, sign up through that link. Um, because yeah, and go to deep. check your spam and junk. Yeah, too. Ch- check your spam, junk, all that good stuff. Because um, we definitely want to reward our existing customers, yeah. but also offer something to, to to guys as well to come in. And then, you know, through your link, hopefully you've got it pulled up there. Um, I'd like you to go, if you're here, go through his link because I'd like to know. I'm going to put the link in the YouTube okay. uh, description, but in I wanted to make sure we'll wait till after the show. I wanted yeah. to make sure I had the right link in there. Yeah. Cause it went to like my affiliate page when I did it the first time. And I don't know how that stuff works. Okay. I'll, I'll we'll make sure he set up afterwards. right. Yeah. We might have to hit the cracker barrel and then come back. and do it. <laughs> Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure it gets set up correctly yeah. uh, from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, you know, I mean, and it was funny when you and I did the on the water show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where I was going with this. Is this like on the water type stuff? Cause it's, I didn't know anything it's, it's, it's about everything. The... It's everything. You know, there's, there's a lot of on the water stuff. There's some where I'm just sitting in the classroom, yeah. you know, doing whatever it's everything in between. I've, I wish I could just set everything aside and just go make all these videos. Cause my head is full of all these videos to make. And, um, it comes down to time. I mean, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of time invested in making just one video and so um we're going to continue to pour into it i've got several guys you know my my pro staff is going to add it into it we'll get into some fishing um you know tips sure but that's not the main focus the main focus is absolutely electronics installation you know just deep stuff not just 
my question is, what is this going to offer that a guy can't just go YouTube? Okay. And that's, that is a, per I'm glad you asked that because I was going to lead into it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there, all the information that I'm going to put out there is not on YouTube somewhere, Okay, but good luck compiling it together. That, that is the big deal right there. Yes. You can go find a blah, blah, blah. We did it. We, I, I gave some subjects to kind of a test group and the average time it took for them to come back with a halfway close answer was over a week. It took them over a week to find information. They think, I think this is what I'm looking for. And so you're going to get several different levels because I can't talk to everyone. And what I mean by that is a lot of times I talk to you, I see the, the glossy eyes. Yeah. Right? It's just me in general. Okay. Well then, you know, but that doesn't mean that you can't get to where I get off in the weeds. Right. And so I've no, got I some understand little bits. Like if you, if you tell me, if you talk for half an hour, there's three minutes of it that yeah. makes a lot more sense. Yeah when yep. it done. So yep. that's valuable to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so I'm definitely going off and this has been part of the other problem is on social media. I can only, I get like 30 seconds to a minute. Yep. And half the time when I get done talking, my camera guy looks around and goes, uh, that was five minutes. <laughs> oh, um, well that was the information I'm trying to get out. So this gives me an opportunity to really nerd out. And, um, so I'm excited as you can probably hear, because I get to nerd out and, um, but I've got other guys that are going to give some of the, the we'll call it the upper level stuff, you know, the, the higher view. So then you can kind of understand that maybe. And then when Scott gets off in the weeds, you can follow Scott into the weeds mm -hmm. a lot easier. And so, um, so I think it's got something for everybody, you know, from that standpoint. And, but this is the idea of, dude, we're going to get into some electrical theory, some Ohm's law, um, you know, I had, I, I just tell you, I had one of the guys, um, email me after our on the water and he, he, he was like, Hey, you said this, but isn't this the, what it really is? And that was actually, he was 100% right. And I actually ended up calling him and we got to nerd out for a while and it was nice. really fun. It was really fun because, um, he understood it and I could go to that next level with him mm -hmm. and it was awesome. And but for everybody else, what I said was absolutely true until they can understand that. Then we can go to that next level. And that's what the Academy is going to do. Those three minutes that you say, well, now you can go back and rewatch it and rewatch it and get another three minutes and get another three minutes, get another three minutes. And so that's, that's the, the passion about this is it's really trying to educate and empower people. Um, and then what's really cool is, you know, Denali rods is, has come on as a partner. And so we're going to do some Denali rod giveaways nice. and, um, you know, Academy customers are going to get Denali rod discounts. So, you know, you'll get a, you'll get a code every time you sign up, you'll get the discount code. I have an idea. You have no deal. Uh, an idea. Oh, you have an idea. Okay. An idea. Yeah. Can we, do you have the ability to give away subscriptions? I do. I Can do. we give away a subscription to to the biggest skeptic and one of the hardest BTL critics, but he never misses a show, and then absolutely. he can come back with the with a recap on what it's like? Yeah, absolutely. All right. That, that I think if you're a regular listener, that would be Clay, Clay Williamson. <laughs> yeah. So Clay, it, it, we'll give him give him a yeah code or whatever yeah. so he yep. can get in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And then he can come back and check in and be like, "Holy cow, yeah, this is legit." Yep. Or if it's not, he'll let us know. And, and that's it. And and here's what I expect to happen. It, Clay's going to come back and say, all right, 
I, I see where they're going with it, you know, and he's going to want to see it in six months. But, Clay, I'm going to give you the full year so you can see what this thing builds. So why don't we do this? Clay, you you see it now and see where it's at in three months and six months, and you just be our, our guinea pig. Is can that- we do one more? Can yeah. we do two? Yeah, yeah we'll okay. Do two. He's his name is Bass Turds Fishing, B A S S T U R D, but he compiles all the stuff from uh, all the day fours. Doesn't yeah. miss a show too. He's also yeah. got to leave for work too. Those two right there. Okay, yeah. Two yeah. OG BTL. Yeah. Now he's way more positive than Clay, so <laughs> you'll be guaranteed a, a great feedback from him. <laughs> I, Clay, look, I I welcome feedback whether it's good or bad. I really do because I want this product to be something that is not just snake oil do you like, want him to to email you or me uh email you okay matt you... at bat clay i'm very positive you are you're 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 also a little bit of a critic but that's okay uh and so both of you guys email me matt at basszone.com with the uh bass tank academy in the subject line yeah yeah and then i'll then i'll send you guys a uh he, uh, he wants to know how will this help with my helix 5 gps not yet it won't yet i'll just i'll just flat tell you it won't yet that i can only cover so many brands so fast but okay but they're I, gonna I take that back that's not true there's there's some generic stuff in there non-brand specific you know i mean if he's if he's just wanting gps or is he wanting the whole helix like side i don't know but see clay stuff like this is where he said i have no business doing anything with real electronics but you can learn about real electronics now yes you do clay Welcome to well, come to the dark side. Come to the dark side. Yeah, he's just got. Uh, well, this is uh, Bass Turds fishing. What? What is? He, I can't. What is his first name? I know he sent me stuff before. I hate saying that on the podcast because <laughs> everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, uh, he's got a 2002 G3 Deep V aluminum. Nice. All right, let's go. That actually sounds like a pretty sick little boat. Yeah, you can let's, do that and take that up north. You can do a bunch of I'm stuff. One hundred percent. Yeah, I know his last name is Turdo. I think it's. Scott. Yeah. All right. We'll, well see the other the two. other cool thing about the academy is we we have the ability we're going to have the ability to have forums inside of I mean listen guys this is relatively new and so there's features that I have planned that are going to continue to get added to it. Um but you know I'm not going to tell you that I did not leverage the um the emails that I got from this very show. Because I would see several questions yeah. like, hey, this is something I need to do a video on. And so I absolutely did. Because you got over 100 emails, didn't you? Oh, so the last time we did it, I don't know that I've even gotten back to everybody. That's how many. I couldn't keep up with it. Which is awesome because that's BTL listeners. It, 100%. And, and, and I the value and I, of BTL and the education yeah, level. Absolutely. And, how much and, and I apologize. If I have not got back to you for guys from the last time I was on here, I apologize. It is on my, my docket. I promise mm-hmm. you at some point I will get back to you. Um, but it got, I was really excited. I mean, I love it. When I see that thing mm-hmm. blow up, I'm like, cool. Can we give away a subscription every month for the rest of the year? Yeah. That'd yeah. be, uh, three more. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll just, I'll get you uh, a code or you can send me their, their names and, you know, email addresses and, and, uh, I'll just sign them up and say, here you go. Uh, you still guys, you still doing the screen cleaner stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do a subscription, a screen cleaner, yep. a microfiber cloth. Yep. Yeah. We can do that. Absolutely. All right. Why not? Christmas comes early. All right, we'll do that. Uh, like I said, I've been showing uh, the Academy and all that. So when it gets down to it, then under the coupon or under the code, is that where you put the BTL stuff? No. So when when you when you oh, when I click when they just click the link, you'll right know there. that it redirects. Yep, yep, okay, absolutely. that's how bad I am at this. Yeah. Like literally, I'll, I have getting... codes for Omnia Pro Guide. 
bunch of other stuff and i'm just awful at it yeah I, i'll get him and that just, like shows the value of the show too which is absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah don't it worry is what it is. i'll get him i'll get him squared away don't jeffries worry. was anti uh anti any of this stuff for 15 years so i'm learning with the times just yeah. like it is with the uh electronics uh okay i do have to ask you this because this is the hottest thing going you are an electronics store company mm -hmm. education uh it was asked earlier what are you what is your take on this sudden rush of anti-technology at the top level of fishing as a guy who makes your living mm -hmm. doing this what's your take on all this what do you think will happen what has been your experience with it and what do you think should happen all right we're gonna step on some toes um you good with you good going there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, might as well. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not stepping on toes that are yeah, I, I'm good. Okay, yeah, let's go. So as far as the the rush on it, um, I think there's several things going on. I think the guys, I'm gonna call you out. There's the old dogs that have done it for years and are very good at it. And they're having a hard time changing with the times. I, I think that's what it boils down to. And what's happening is they're a little bit frustrated that some younger guys who are really good with this technology are able to come in and have success as quickly as they are and not pay their dues. So, so to some, from my standpoint, that's what it feels like in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that's what it feels like. And I believe it was... I believe it was Upshaw who actually had a video and he, I'll just use it. And I apologize, Andrew, if you get mad at me for it, but he said, we need to stop fighting each other and start fighting for better payouts. And I think he was 100% correct. All right, here we go. Here's the toes. I'm going to catch some backlash for this one. I think nothing is going to happen. I don't think they're going to limit forward-facing star. They can't. They can't afford to do that. Are you seriously telling me that the top three brands that support these industries with the amount of money they put into it, that they're going to piss them off and say, hey, we're not going to let you sell? We're not going to let anglers use your best-selling product? No, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. At the same time, I also agree with Andrew saying maybe we should have a limit on how many electronics because it is getting ridiculous. It is getting ridiculous when you see even coming from a guy who sells electronics I, I sell, for a living. I, I sell. I mean, I had a, I've I've had customers come in and I'm like, dude, at what point do you stop? Like, learn how to use this, and then we can see if we want to add this. But you know three graphs at the rear, four graphs at the front. What are you even doing with You've it? You've done seven graph boats? Yes, done seven graph boats. In Bass World or Crappie World? Bass World. And You've done a was, seven graph boat this, in the Bass This was world. not even someone who was really going to be fishing much tournaments. This was just a quote-unquote weekend angler. Just wanted the maximum just best. I mean, how many deucers is that? It was insane. And he wanted to know why he had interference. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? You've got so much frequency going on. And... That's $50,000 worth of electronics. It, it was dumb. It yeah. was dumb. And Which is nothing wrong with that if you afford it and you want well, to do and, it. And I'm, not, I'm not judging. I mean, dude, if you yeah. have the money, spend it. But like, understand you're going to have to live with stuff. You know, there are certain things I don't run on my boat that I would like to have on my boat, but I just don't want to deal with the extra mess. 
plain and simple, yeah. because at some point it's too much, you know, yeah. I, I want an area to fish. And, and a lot of that comes from seeing those elite series guys, those top level guys with all this equipment up there and saying, okay, this is what I need to, to go fish. No, it's not. No, it's not. I run a, I run a 12 and a nine inch screen on the front of my boat. You know why I run a nine inch screen? I, we kind of talked about on the yeah. water smaller i like i like my cat it's up there at the front i do a 10 and a 12 and mainly that's because i've talked to you and for the past years it's like hey this is efficient this is what it does and you can have zero cords and you hit two buttons and you're good to go yep exactly and that's it you know because that nine inch is good enough Mm -hmm. for mapping and the other one never leaves live scope if i want to do 2d that nine inch is just fine for 2d Mm -hmm. you know i don't use side imaging up front um the trolling motor is moving too much and so well okay, maybe I would want to have a 360 up there. But again, now I'm putting an extra thing on my troll motor, another different graph. And so I do believe that there needs to be a limit. And I think that if anything happens, I could see a limit happening. And I think this is something that, that, that uh, Upshaw mentioned in his video. And I thought it was, I thought it was a very good video, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and I do believe also, and I don't know who said it. So I apologize for not giving you credit for it, but they said we fight for the rules that fit our agenda. Yeah. And that's exactly right. The guys who want forward-facing sonar are going to fight for it. The guys who don't are going to try to say, well, this is why it's cheating. And- the guys who can fish all nine fight for all nine and yeah. 10 spots. The guys yeah. who fish three and fight for three. 100%. The guys who could jackpot want that to qualify for the yeah. classic. The, Absolutely. Everybody does it. Everyone's going to try to leverage it to to whatever they're trying to fit. And, and that's, that's and just that's, human nature. And that's, that's human nature. And, and that's okay. We can have those discussions, but we have to just find that compromise. And I just don't see them banning forward-facing sonar in any shape or form. Um, what limits? What limits do you think, as a technology guy, would make it to where you're not killing the the technology? I but think you're, I think I think two graphs at the console is plenty. I, I think that's because you can have a side imaging, you know, an imaging and a mapping. Okay. Why do you need more than that? Let someone give me a realistic. Do you care if they're sixteen? I don't care if they're six. I don't care about size. What if they're thirty-twos? Now you're getting into a safety issue. You know, at some point you can't, we're sitting behind. I mean, aren't there, isn't there a big graph company out there now that's doing these TV graphs? They they are, but you have to have a graph that's compatible with it. Located somewhere. So then to me, that would qualify. That would qualify as a graph. I got you. Okay. So you're good with two graphs at the console. Yeah. Two graphs. Doesn't matter. What if you want two graphs at the console with, uh, with live scope, with a live scope deucer on each power pole? I, my, and that's kind of where I go back to, one forward-facing sonar, okay, or one live on the sonar front, on the front, or or anywhere on, you on, want on, it. Yeah, you want to. You don't want on the front. You want. You want to move it around. You yep. want to put it on a turret. You yep. want to clamp it on the side and then yep. move it back up front. Yep. You want to put it under the boat. You want to point it to the damn sky. Do whatever yep. you want. Do whatever you want. And with that, I think you need to include 360. Now, 360 is not a true live sonar. Oh, you're include. You want to include it. So you either have 360 or you have forward-facing sonar. Yep. yep. Because otherwise, unfair advantage. Hey, you can only have forward-facing sonar on there. Well, let's take a guy that's sponsored by someone other than Johnson Outdoors. Johnson Outdoors is the only one that has 360 and forward-facing sonar. Used, yeah. That's Nobody true. else has it. Yeah, that's true. So now it's an unfair advantage uh, if we want to use that term. But I, I qualify. It's kind of one of those weird. 360 is not truly live, but it's right. close to live. It's, right. it's kind of that that it's that gray area. Yeah. So let's define it. Let's define it what it is. And what's the difference? Okay, what is the actual difference then between a slight delay and then? So you're you're saying you're gonna you're wanting to make them make a make a, make a decision. decision. That's that's where I'm at. Make a decision. 
What about uh, a couple of uh, people on here have mentioned beam length? What about, you know, hey, you got a guy who wants to put a salt water on that's shooting 400 feet versus another guy. What if you limit the beam length to like 50 feet? No, 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 I, I don't agree with that because why? Okay, so number because of why? units up front, too. Number of units, two mapping two, forward facing yep, sonar units, unit, two units, use them how you want. So max four units, max one forward facing live unit. Yeah. Whether it's you know, Hummingbird, mm -hmm. Lawrence, or Garmin. Yep, absolutely. Are that's, there any? That's it. Those are the three. That's that's the three right now. And so that to me that would be a good um, good starting point. You know because that's what I run on my boat. The majority of your weekend anglers are going to be some variation of that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of guys may run two up front, one at the console. That's reasonable because at the end of the day, let's I'll call a spade a spade. I'm not serving the elite series you know, BPT guys that they're, they've got sponsorship yeah. deals. I'm not serving. Even if I was, you're talking about 400 guys. Yeah. But what's crazy, what you're doing is you're basically saying, I am going to get less business yeah. because there's, this is a copycat industry yeah. and whatever they do at the top yeah. level trickles down. Yeah. So I know for a fact that you have a lot of people who come in and say, Hey, I want it rigged like swindle. I want it rigged like Polynick. I want it rigged you know, like Becker. And what you're doing is you're going to limit the amount of business because now you're not going to see those $50,000 jobs on yeah. FS1 and Discovery Channel and on right. the live. Yeah. So there's going to be less emphasis in coming in and adding a bunch of crap on. Well, and maybe so. But this is the one thing you'll find out about me is I'm going to be honest. Guys, I'm not, I'm not a money grabber. I, I want your business. I'm trying to run a business. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you we turned down business because it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't understand why they were buying it. They just thought they needed it. And then when we actually sat down and explained it, they were kind of like, why would I need that? You don't. you don't. And that person would have absolutely on multiple occasions would have just bought that from us. If we would have said so, and we're just mm -hmm. not going to run our business that way. And so, you know, to me, the other, cause the other side of the token is real estate is at a prime is prime. I'll just say it that way in a boat. So if I add six graphs, even if I have five graphs, I have got battery issues and there's only so many spots for batteries. Even with lithium. Even, well, we can go to lithium, but now we're talking about another, that price five going grand. up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly right. And so there, there's ways to do it. Um, but boy, you have to start giving. And, and that's the thing. You have to decide what you're going to give and take. It's all uh, a give and take. Aquaview. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Just as a whole, we're in Oklahoma. I don't feel... I feel there like, are very few lakes in Oklahoma that it would be dude up north. It is. I know people don't fit. I literally talked to someone at the open Yeah, and they said, how's it going? And I won't say their name. Don't. Yeah. And they said, how's it going? And I said, good. I said, I've gotten a few bites. Yeah. Good ones. Big ones. Five, yeah. six pounders. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm getting a few good bites. I think. And they're like, you're fishing. They were dumbfounded. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it's practice. Yeah. And they go, why do you not have an aqua view? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma. I've thought about it. He goes, dude, I haven't made a cast in three and a half days. I'm like, well, how do you know what's there? He goes, I drop the thing down. I bang it off the bottom. I wait and see what small mouth come in. And he goes, if they got a little mouth and a hump on their head, he goes, I know they're a five pounder and I mark it and I see how many are there. And he goes, dude, I've got like 20 schools. He goes, you're freaking wasting your time. Yeah. And I said, well, how many of these? He goes, everybody up here is doing it. That's yeah. worth their salt. Yeah. He goes, we're not fishing at all. He goes, the first time I'll fish is tournament day. Yeah. And I'll go straight to that freaking school fish. Yeah. 
is it in the rules? Like I, we sell Aquaview. We've got a good partnership with Aquaview. Yeah. I have an Aquaview in my boat um, that is that I take in and out when I go up north and I'm fun fishing. You better believe that's in my boat, and uh, it's really fun. You know, I, a lot of it I'm doing for content because it's it's really cool to see them fish come up there and and do it. But um, but should that be included in a lot forward facing sonar? Is live think, is live cameras like think, that too? I think that's a I think that's a practice thing. And again, define it. Define it. You know, like you're not allowed to use that in a tournament, are you? I don't know. I don't think you are. I don't know. I think it's different for each organization. And I think each, you can drop down and see what's in there on tournament day. Maybe. You know, there's some that won't let you use it at all. You know, yeah. it's no, hey, no skin diving, no scuba diving, yeah. and no, you can't get in the water. This know? is the same conversation before the internet was around that guys were having about guys hiring single engine planes to yeah. fly over bodies of water to take pictures and see where the grass was, where the clear water yep. was. This is nothing new. This is just the 2023 that, version that, of what has been going on yeah. since the 1960s. Yeah. yeah. Yep, to absolutely. gain an advantage, yep. not an unfair advantage, yep. but an advantage to yep. bring it full circle. Yeah, 100%. And so, um, you know, let's define it. You know, I don't think that truly fishing, the problem with using an aquaview where I don't think it becomes an, uh, an unfair advantage is you have to be pretty well vertical to drop that camera. You have to be on top of those fish. Yeah. And if you're going to try to fish for those, sometimes you can, you know, you're, but if you're in 10 foot of water now, if they're on a bed, those fish aren't moving you know and so yeah then that becomes we just have to find it's it, not but, like you can use that camera like yeah like you can't cast that out live like, scope oh, right exactly although i'm sure that eventually one day i mean maybe not in our lifetime but maybe so and I, one they day. could do that in six months if they wanted to you have a telescoping pole that goes down you could have it on a turret you could turn that camera whichever direction you wanted <laughs> it, to it's it's gonna be crazy to see what happens you know and so let's so here's what i think we need to get this stuff to find now before we have the next big technological breakthrough and we're so far like we don't even know you know whatever you guys mm -hmm. go do what you want you know just um but, but whatever is out there whatever you're going to be on top of it yeah with that's absolutely with the bass tank academy yeah absolutely. and they're either monthly or yearly subscription absolutely we gave away two we'll give away some more uh 9.99 a month right now you can just sign up for a month if this isn't an auto renew deal on the monthly it, 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 it is, is but okay. but if you sign up and as long as you i think it's like within a week before okay. or five days before. So you can try it for a month or if there's a course or seminar that comes out that you hear about, you can sign up for the month and yep. get that. But I mean, there's a lot more advantages just for the year. There is. There's That's a, like I did with, uh, with Johnny's app. Once I realized that it was legit. Yeah. I just yeah. signed up for the year. He gave me a code and I was like, no dude, if I'm going to yeah. talk about this on BTL, I was like, I need to pay for it. Have it just like a working yeah. customer. Yeah, 100%. And did it, so I just bought the yearly, which I'll do for the Bass Tank Academy as well. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you set up from that standpoint. And you know, the other the other cool part about this is, um, you know, Academy customers are going to be able to. Uh, we're starting a loyalty program with a Bass Tank, and Academy customers are going to get some really special deals that, um, you know, some we'll call them rebates, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, on on purchases for for use of future purchases. So. Really excited about that. We've got some other partners that are coming on board as well that, uh, um, you know, it's the interest in it from the industry has been really, really high, mm -hmm. you know, surprisingly high. And so we've got a lot of people. I'm excited to see what this is, you know, kind of I put a point in it today. Hey, this is what it looks like and what it looks like in three months and six months, a year from now. Um, and I'm probably gonna look back a year from now and go, man, I can't believe I launched it with that little That's bit. That's how it always is. That's, That's how it is with this show.
Well, I've looked yeah. back and been like, I can't believe this is what we did a year yep. ago. And then you look back five years when you thought it was awesome. And yep. you're like, God, this really, but that's, that's the evolution. Yep. And that's, You've also done a little bit of a Bass Tank rebrand, some different color combinations, yeah. Yeah. a little bit different look to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it looks good. Yeah. I think so. It was, it was time, you know, kind of just to kind of just freshen up, I guess, you know, and, uh, I, I like it again, positive feedback from that, you know, and, uh, um, it goes well with main guys over there. You, John and Jake, Jonathan. Harrison, Jonathan Harrison. Yep. And Jake, uh, Jake. And then, uh, you know, Shannon Young is yep. our, our marketing guy. And so, um, and then, you know, Jesse's my install guy. Um, so that, that's pretty much the team right now, you know, and we'll probably be looking to hire somebody before too long. Cause, um, you know, summer times are always a little bit slow, so we can kind of deal with a more of a skeleton crew, but I suspect as we get into the holiday season, it, it'll probably take kick off again. And, uh, so we'll, we'll want to staff up again and be ready to push us forward. Do you want to throw a contact, any contact info out if people have questions about the Academy that might lean them in a direction? If people have other questions or are we keep yeah. that on the down low for now <laughs> so you don't get smoked? No, I mean, you can, you can always reach out to us at contact at the bass tank.com. If you've got questions about the Academy, um, you can always call us, you know, straight, straight up call us, you know, um, by now, like I said, being in the summertime, late summer, early fall, you know, we're kind of in that pre-holiday yep. lull. And so uh, my guys can definitely handle the phone. 918-509-7864. And then if you just go to the Bass Tank, it's like the Ohio State University. Yeah, the that's right. BassTank.com. Uh, you can fill out, you can message us, just put the name and contact info in yep. there. 100%. Put in that contact, heard about it on BTL. Yeah, and that's it. Please reference BTL just because yep. I like to know um, who's coming from here and, uh, you know, from that standpoint. And, but, you know, I, I'm excited about this. This is, this has absolutely been a, um, been a headache to, to get up and running. And, and, you know, Shannon, yeah, it's a passion project. And though. it's a passion project, you know, and, and Shannon has, has done, you know, got to give him credit. Uh, he has done a lot of work on this. You know, I think the poor guy hasn't, probably hasn't slept in a couple months. I didn't realize he was so into the whole uh, cooking, barbecuing. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. time I was there, we started getting into that. And then I started following him on the social yeah, medias yeah. and he is dialed. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, probably need to get him to, you know, bring a smoker up and smoke something, you know, bring some. I have to think about that, you know, Do like one, one project at a time. Yeah. One project at a time. All right. Anything else you want to get in here? We're an hour and 40 minutes in. I mean, from the Academy, I think we're good from that standpoint. Are there any questions? Do we, how, how long do we have? Do we, we have however long we want. It's my show. Dude. Are there any questions that have popped up that we need to hit high level? Anything that, that I can actually answer and not have to. Man, on? here's the deal. I think we're an hour and 40 in. I think we bring you back next month to okay. actually do some content. Like the shows haven't been exactly what I planned. Like yesterday I was going to have Jeffrey's introduce Ike. Yeah. And an hour later. I was like, okay, well, we got the show because it took him an hour to do that. Like I said, we went down yeah. some paths, but that's the beauty of this platform yeah. is we can go down a bunch of paths. 100%. Yeah, uh, then, then I say we'll come back next month and we'll, we'll do that. Thing. Yeah, we can actually uh, we can actually dive into that. Are you fishing lauder? No, I'm not. Look, the, the deer season have are calling me right now, and that fall bite at some point is going to kick off where it's I really can keep that buzz bait in my hand. And so... The idea is to kill a deer, get nice. it on the ground. I just need one. I just need one. Get my get my buck on the ground, you know, and then I can focus on fishing the rest of the year. That never happens. It's always like December before I put my deer on the ground. And then I'm like, 
<laughs> Missed my fall bite. You do the uh you a bow archery here. So I, I am I, I had to get out of it. I had two two shoulder surgeries and so I got to the point where I couldn't pull my bow back. Oh, so crossbow. Probably, Couple of years ago, I finally yeah I got off. a buddy yeah. and uh, I, I I resisted it. Then finally, I said, "Hey, I'm not breaking any rules, and I'm tired You're of having to enjoy yourself." Yeah, and so it's I, like the forward face. It's like the live scope of bow hunting. Yeah, it is. And, and the purists probably hate it. And yeah. then there's a bunch of guys that go, "Dude, it's the same thing, just well, a different." And so it, it is, and it's it's probably a prime example of the flasher side imaging, down imaging, forward facing sonar. Traditionalists or, or people who say I'm a purist, you know. Are you using a longbow or using a recurve? Uh, because even that has technology. Yeah. You know, what about a spear? You throwing a spear? Is that a machine I point? Mean, I mean, back in the day, did, did they just tackle him with yeah. a rock? <laughs> At one point, we're bashing him in the head with a club. You know, I mean, so but even a club is technology. I mean, so I it, it it evolves and um and, and and it's funny. Like I'm I'm not I am trolling a little bit, but I get it because I was the same way. I was like, man, I don't want to do a crossbow. Um, but you know. It also gets me in the woods. So, you know, go out and enjoy the woods. Let's let's stop fighting each other. Let's have fun making fun of each other a little bit. But let's just get down the woods, get on the water, enjoy this. Let's make this fun. Yep. Great way to end it. Cool. Scott Palmer from the Bass Tank, the Bass Tank Academy. Check it out at thebasstank.com, thebasstankacademy.com. Uh, it's new, a bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline. Click on the link in the YouTube bio. Uh, I'll also put that link on the iTunes uh, description. One, one thing, if I can jump in, yeah. we do have an iOS app and an Android app. That oh. So once you sign up for the Academy, yeah. once you sign up first, sign up first, then download the app and you can use your credentials to log into the app, watch it on your phone. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Perfect. Yeah. Technology. Technology, baby. Uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, guys, for jumping on. And tomorrow, uh, Frank Scalich. Frank has a big show planned for tomorrow. Uh, educate a lot of people to get the fall show, uh, including maps, baits, everything. So nice. that first kind of transition. All right, this has been another edition of BTL. Fast Talk Live, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. You guys are doing a great job. I greatly appreciate it. Scott, thanks for taking the time to Absolutely. drive down here. I know it's about an hour and a half drive. So. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, we will talk to everybody tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. with the man Frank Scalish. Later. <laughs>